Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Welcome into The Drive with A.D. and Raph. Former Husker football national champion, speaker, and author, Aaron Davis. Nebraska will win the national championship. The Cornhuskers beat Miami. It is history, 13-0, and bring that trophy back to Lincoln. Former Arena Football League quarterback, former head coach of the Capital City Crush, and guru of Husker football history, Chris Rath. 25 straight wins for the Cornhuskers. One of the most dominating stretches college football history. We may have seen one of the best teams in the history of college football tonight. Brought to you by Sand Hills Global on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. All right, everybody, we're back again. This is The Drive on 93.7 The Ticket. It is Friday. Nick, tell us a little bit about who is sponsoring this second hour. Absolutely. Second hour of The Drive with AD Ref and Amon Green, oh, sponsored by Doors Plus. Give Cameron Hall and his team over there at Doors Plus a call today if you need any maintenance or a new garage door. Uh, as we're getting out of the winter months, if you realize, hey, you know what? Time for uh, either maintenance on your garage door, you need a new one, or you just want somebody to come out and take a look at it, make sure you give Cameron Hall and his team over there at Doors Plus a call today or visit them online at DoorsPlusLLC.com. All right, gentlemen. Boom. All right. Well, we're celebrating Coach Osborne's 87th birthday today. Amon, what is one of your funniest stories you've ever had being around Coach Osborne. Or funniest? Oh, man. Just any of them. Any of them. We'll, yeah. get, we'll get multiple tell, in here. Tell them all. We love <laughs> Coach Osborne's story. Oh, man. Um, he has so many. He, it is, and it's, it's, his state, it's his state of being when he's in them mm-hmm. that it doesn't change. That's the funny part. Yeah. You know, and in the first, probably in the first six months of being, you know, so my first season and then getting into now, like, spring ball, I realized that Coach Osborne did not cuss at all no four-letter bad words nothing no 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 inappropriate statements you know in a speech we had bad practices right we had to restart practices some days so as players eventually you know we've been i've been around at that time you know being in high, uh, a freshman so high school football baseball track i've had bad practices i've you know we are as a team we didn't make not make our coach very happy with our production on the field so I've had coaches lay into us. So it was, I wasn't not un, unaccustomed to coaches laying into us, giving us the riot act. So, but when I realized, like, this time, yeah, I, I talked to a couple of players. We were sitting at the training table, me, Frankie London, Tony Ortiz. And I'm like, guys, you realize that Coach Osborne don't cuss? And they started laughing. They're like, like, man, you just realizing this? And I'm like, I'm just like, wow, it's impressive because mm-hmm. to play ball, you know, play sports of all types and then not have a coach, you know, say something like that, it was just like, I was like, that's impressive, man. They're like, man, I'm on, you know, whatever. And I'm like, dude, that's hard. And so that was one thing. And we, but we were like, joke with him, like, coach, you could say something. It's okay. Because between malarkey and um, when he would say Mother Teresa, he was <laughs> he was hot. fuming. He was hot. We were like, <laughs> oh, my God. He pulled out the Bible and 
<laughs> one of the one of the characters. Here we go. He is not happy. And then um, I'll say one moment. And thank God he was okay. I remember so after practice, after every practice, he would uh he would do his 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 jog and probably jog two three miles right after practice mm-hmm. on the field, in the, you know going around Memorial Field there, Memorial Stadium, and now Tom Osborne Field. And one day he we were in, actually no we we're in the Cook Pavilion. It was a Cook practice, and we just ended it. And some of the guys were we were still talking, like taking off the tape from our shoes, getting our shoulder pads off, and he had caught the turf monster. Oh no. Oh no. And so instead of us, you know, because we respected him so much, right? Yeah. Especially me, you know, I was like, so we basically grabbed our stuff and like ran out of there because we wanted didn't want to laugh in front of him. So we like took we book it out of there to we like grab your stuff. Don't, don't, don't laugh. We're like, don't laugh. Don't laugh. It was me, Warfield, I think Octavius McFarland, <laughs> and then Frankie. And Frankie was the worst. Mm-hmm. If we was gonna have anybody trash talk somebody, he was gonna do it, but I was surprised that he didn't start laughing like so. We all just book, we grab all our helmets. We like, and I'm like, man, is he okay? <laughs> like, we gotta go back and check on her, check on him, man. Like, man, but but no, he he always was that dude. I mean, he like like four or five years after I was done playing ball, I I, I would get a phone call every year for my birthday, um, even after playing ball, mm-hmm. um, during the seasons, couple years, my first couple years in the league, he would uh, check in on me, and when I was in Seattle, uh, when I was in Green Bay, so. Always a guy that always had his pulse on his players, and like I said, like we mentioned, we're talking about uh, Hoiberg and and program development and building is getting that buy-in, and that's some one thing that Coach Osborne and his staff got in from us right away. Um, and uh, I'll say another another comment of of between coaches. I remember, you know, my freshman year, and I see the games get replayed constantly on Twitter. Is the Michigan game, Michigan State game, mm-hmm. where we played up in East Lansing against Nick Saban. Because I always tell people, I say, I know, I kind of have an idea where Nick Saban got his Bama <laughs> um, building and how he built Alabama. And I remember the comment of what Coach Osmer said to Nick Saban at the middle of the field. He made a comment basically saying, you know, um, you're not that bad. You know, we mm-hmm. just had a good day. Like something like yeah. that. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah, which you're not as bad as you think you are. Doesn't mean it in a disrespectful way. Right. He's not talking trash. But man, it, it right. sounds like it's so disrespectful. I'm like, man, and to say yeah. that, and of course, I'm sure I'm pretty sure Nick used that as some type of motivation. Oh, I'm sure. I'm pretty sure because he obviously he's done what he's done. He's encompassed and passed Coach Osborne and his records and wins and championships. I don't know about wins, but I know championships. Yeah. Obviously, he's uh put Alabama at the top of the helm in football for for that category for sure. But yeah, that was some uh, a, a few little stories, you know. So Alman, another question for you is yeah. um through the years, Coach Osborne's always been sort of like a visionary, like he kind of saw things before they happened or whatever. Was there like a game or a play where you were standing in the end zone and you're like, how did you know that he knew that that was going to happen? Like a touchdown, <laughs> car, anything like that? You must be. You must have did some homework because you definitely. You might have. You, you definitely know there's a story. Um, yeah. So one call me a guru. Yeah, the one, oh, the one for my. me, the one the guru. Uh oh, uh oh. I I don't even know where where, that, hey, where that's hey, gonna go. When, when I make a new open, I cannot wait to take that out of the open. Uh oh. I'm ripping it out of there, Raph. Uh, yeah. So anyway, go ahead. So AG. Colorado, my first, messing. my first Colorado matchup, um, my freshman year, and save big on brunch for mom. All in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. 
Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. We're up there, and the night before every game, home or away, we go through our first 15 plays. So as people say, things are scripted. No, yeah, we have, we script plays out yeah. just the run to see what the defense is going to do. We don't change. There's no audibles in the first 15. So we've got run, pass, run, pass, run, 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 pass, you know, whatever. Whatever category or sequence of what run plays to pass plays. But first play we go over is the uh, the toss play to the left. And he's describing it. You know, we get out. You know, if Tommy reads it right, you know, in terms of not switching to the left side or going to the right or switching it to a fullback handoff, it should read where – you know, we had Brendan Holmby. He was a uh, far wide receiver split to the left. So if he reads right, we'll keep the play on. McAvicka, Joel, or Jeff will come around and get the first uh, end man on the line, um, which would be a linebacker. And then Holmby can, you know, take care of the right left corner and our right corner and then go up, push up to the safety, but, you know, slow them down with a stock block. And if everything, everybody else hits their blocks with the offensive line, um, Amon should grab the ball. Tommy make the pitch. Amon catch the ball. Should be a touchdown right here on this play. And that's basically how he said it. Not word for word, obviously, but to my uh, recollection, recollection. And sure enough, come kickoff, we get the ball. Mm-hmm. I think we're like you know, 30, 40 yard line, and the play goes down right as he says. And then it didn't hit me as I. It, it hit me like I ran up the. I scored the touchdown. Ran up the Colorado Hill. Came back down. Hugged Tommy. And then as I'm jogging, and then right before I get to the sideline, I take my helmet off, and it just hit me like, this is weird. I'm like, Coach Osborne. I'm talk- I can't remember who I'm talking to, but I know I'm talking to somebody. I'm like, Coach Osborne said this play, described it just like it was. you know, Because I didn't even look at the replay yet, but I knew that Brandon, Brandon got his block, mm-hmm. and I know Joel got his block, or Jeff got his block. And – I was like, I just, I got the ball and was out right. I was like, Coach Osborne called. I was like, man, what is going on? I was like, this dude, he's got some higher uh, knowledge of stuff. I don't know, but he he called it. It was so creepy and still creepy to this day, to be to be honest. That's awesome. And yeah. then also, I wanted to ask too, when you you, you decided you come out of the year early, mm-hmm. was did, was Coach Osborne the one that you had your main discussions with about coming out early or did he say anything to you about coming out early or was that just something you and your family decided um it was it was something where they wanted like him when i say they uh coach osborne coach Holes were gone when i was you know in the decision making process they were probably at some coaching clinic because it was right after the orange bowl we flew back and it was about a week or so and then i made my decision so they had must have went they weren't in lincoln that first week back mm-hmm. from playing in florida and so they was like, they called me up. I remember and said, Hey, uh, it was Coach Solis. Hey, you know, before you make a decision, we would like to talk to you first before. And I say it got more, I say kind of things accelerated because the family got involved in terms of we, we were talking. I was, you know, what, 20 at that time, just about a month away from being 21. So I'll say more, um, the decision came while they were gone. So I didn't really get a chance to sit down with Coach O and Coach Solich. Um, I say, Probably would have probably swayed me to stay um, if I had that conversation. But it was something that, you know, from, like I said, it became more family oriented and and where obviously where I was going to you know, be at yep. in the next couple months um, of uh, financially. So I thought, you know, thought for myself at that time, it was a, it was a good decision to go. Um, and 
things turned out. I say it could have been better, maybe, but I say for the best. I say I, I'm not complaining about the no. way things turned out. It was it was yeah, a little rough. Yeah. Le- leading leading all time rusher for the Green Bay Packers. That's yeah. that's wild in itself. Just the history that that organization has had. Yeah, um, I say for myself the way you know just the ties here was still for me it was still a little tough. It wasn't easy a decision at all. Even though it might have seemed simple to a lot of the fans outside looking in, but no, it was still tough. Um, but after once I made a decision and got to Seattle and then obviously got to Green Bay, you know, and worked through some of the stuff, I say this, I say that journey that I had definitely um, built, you know, I say gave me another, uh, I say, frame of reference and then gave me a ton of experience of understanding the real world in terms of once you get there, you know, once you get to the league, even if I would have stayed one more year. Um, and then went pro after my senior year, um, definitely knowing that my eyes were definitely wide open in terms of understanding what I got to manage and who the person I have to be being in the NFL. Awesome. awesome. Nice. Uh, Rafi, let's uh, let's hit the break, man. We got we got two segments left, only 30 minutes left in the show. Show's flying on by today. Go ahead and uh, send us to break. Okay, before I send us to break, I do. I got one other Tom Osborne oh, tidbit. Yes, go ahead. Oh. Tom Osborne. College football head coaching with coaches with over 200 victories. Coach Osborne still has the highest winning percentage of any coach in the history of college football. Oh, good. wow! That's I thought awesome. there you go. That's I thought Saban had him. I wasn't sure. No, no. Urban Urban Meyer is a little bit behind him right now, so that would be the only guy that would, if he decided to come back into college football and had some winning seasons, that would be the only guy that could really match Coach Osborne. But Coach Osborne with over 200 victories is still the all-time winningest. Winning percentage coach. So nice. All right. All right. We will throw it to break. This is the drive, 93.7 the ticket. Save big on brunch for mom. All in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% lean ground sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. 